This is Rob Carbone, and you're listening to BD4. Here's Barrett from Shake Big. This is Rob Carbone coming at you with another episode of BD4, where there is no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. I hope everybody's doing all right. Um, very, very good show tonight. It's going to be very fun. We just have, we're going to start off here just for a, for a quick second to talk about the Knicks and you know a couple of the recent rumors. But um, you know when we get more into the middle. And end of the show, the more towards the middle of the show, the majority of the show tonight, um, Sunday, June 7th, as I'm recording this, the majority of the show um, in this episode is going to be, you know, a conversation I have with two of my, my good buddies. And, um, you know, we just talked about the state of the world, the state of sports, UFC, the NBA, <clears throat> the NBA, um, and, and just a bunch of, uh, you know, NFL talk, some, you know, a bunch of, you know, talk about what what's happening and what's kind of happening in towards uh, in terms of uh, the sports world progressing and, and kind of uh, getting back. So we talked, we had a good, good conversation for about 40 minutes, I would say. So we're going to get to that in a second, but really quick, you know, well, first off, I just want to thank you guys for stopping by, you know, episode 135 of BD4. Um, and yeah, man, we are, we're getting up there with the, um, pumping out episodes, you know, almost on a nightly basis. So I do appreciate you guys, whoever does tune in and listens and whoever watches the uh, stream on YouTube. Thank you for that. You know, we are, we are, um, BD4 is on many different platforms. You know, we're on so many platforms. Just go to my website. That should be on the screen or in the description. Um, you know, all depending on where you are listening or watching this podcast, you know, it should be somewhere. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's, it's kind of been slowly we're, we're kind of progressing in, in terms of sports. And, um, you know, I've been watching NASCAR. I used to be a big NASCAR guy as a kid. Um, then I kind of, you know, uh, grew away from it for a while, but I'm kind of getting back into it since it's one of the very few sports, um, at the moment that's on TV and, and, you know, allowed, uh, I watched UFC 250 last night. Very, very good. So many good fights, and um, that's what we're actually going to talk about again um, as soon as we get into tonight's episode. So that's what I've been doing of late. Um, you know, in terms of the Knicks, though, guys, not much in terms of rumors, but we actually heard that Mike Woodson is um, – the Knicks are taking an interview from Mike Woodson soon. Now, I don't know when that's going to take place, obviously, with the virus and everything, but – I, dude, I'm all for Mike Woodson coming back. You know, listen, he came here, I don't know, 2013 after D'Antoni. And he, right away, he brought the Knicks back into the playoffs. And um, that was the first time the Knicks advanced into the second round, I think, since 99-2000. I mean, that's fucking a long time. So he did something that, you know, he broke the streak of the Knicks being a, you know, either non-contending team or team that gets eliminated in the first round right away. So he broke that streak and, and really ever since he was fired, the Knicks haven't been back to the playoffs. So, you know, that's the way I look at it. I look at it as a positive stint with the Knicks. Mike Woodson was more successful than any other coach that we've had here in the past 20 years, in my personal opinion. I'm all for Woodson coming back that 2013 season. Sure. The Knicks did not come through. They fell short, but you know, you look at that team on paper, I don't think that was a 54-win team on paper. You know, I still think that had a lot to do with Woodson's coaching, his discipline, his ability to get that team 
to have such great camaraderie, you know, so many good veteran leadership, uh, veteran leaders on that team with such good leadership, you know, and sure they had Carmelo Anthony, but there was no legitimate second superstar. And a lot of guys, a lot of stars in today's game always have their co-star and Melo, the second best player on that team was fucking J.R. Smith, who granted had a good season, but you know, wasn't a go-to superstar. He was at his peak for sure, but he still wasn't, you know, he was J.R. Smith, a six man. That was the second best player on the team. So I, I would welcome back Mike Woodson in a fucking heartbeat, dude. I love Woodson. Bring back the goatee. Hashtag bring back the goatee. That's what I'm going to start trending on Twitter amidst all this chaos. Um, but that's really, you know, to be honest, that's really the only thing that's been going on with the Knicks. You know, they're still talking about Tom Thibodeau and, and fucking Kenny Atkinson. And, you know, those are really the three names or the two names outside of Mike Woodson that have been floating around consistently in Manhattan. So, you know, not much else has happened. We're still, you know, we obviously here on BD4, we finished talking about the, those uh, pre-draft prospects kind of, uh, boy, did I get sick and tired of that. You know, we, we, as soon as we kind of finished up with the more exciting top prospects in the lottery, I didn't really want to go further. You know, I didn't want to talk about RJ Hampton, despite the Knicks' interest. I didn't want to talk about fucking James Wiseman because he has no fit here. I didn't want to talk about, um, you know, a couple of other guys who either just didn't seem talented to me or just don't fit here. So I I tried to keep that, you know, I tried to keep that whole little uh, scouting reporting that we covered for like two months. I tried to keep that to where we only covered guys that made sense in New York and guys that were talented. Um, so that was, that was fun, but came to an end and now we're just, you know, we're, we're waiting for something to happen. And I know the NBA is coming back. And again, that's something we're going to talk about, talk about in tonight's episode with, uh, with Chuck and Leo. So really quick guys, before we get into break and before we head into the episode, we're gonna do our uh, we're gonna do our NYY NYK question of the day early tonight and get that out of the way. So let's pull that up really quick. Let me get to my phone. Okay. So last time out in episode one thirty four, we talked about um the question was it was the Yankees question. It was um. So Aaron Boone is the current manager of the team. Joe Girardi was before him. Joe Torrey was before him. Who was before Joe Torrey? So who was the manager the Yankees had before Joe Torrey came onto scene in 96? Um, I asked you to send me the answer via you know Instagram, Twitter, Facebook by commenting or DMing me, whatever, or on YouTube, wherever else. Um, but the answer to that question, Buck Showalter, who had a... I think it was a three-year stint, right, um, as manager of the Yankees. So that's the answer to that question of NYY, NYK question of the day for episode 134. Now, for episode 135, back with the Knicks, our question tonight is Carmelo Anthony was is known as one of the more dominant mid-range shooters in the NBA. But what is his career three-point percentage up to this date? So one more time, Carmelo Anthony is known as one of the more dominant mid-range shooters in the NBA. What is his current three-point percentage of his career? All right, so message me, comment on any of my pages, you know, my platforms, wherever. Let me know the answer, and that's going to be it, guys. That's going to be it for for the first half of this episode, Um, and really the next bunch of, of uh, you know, the, the next, I think, 40 minutes of this episode is going to be Chuck, Leo, and I just talking about the state of the sports world right now. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Let's head to break really quick, and then we'll get right into the uh, the episode. All right. Hey, fellas. Really quick, before we continue with the show, I just want to remind you, if you haven't yet subscribed to BD4, be sure to do so right now. Just go to nysportstalkrc.wordpress 
www.ebaymedical.com forward slash connect. All right, I guess I guess we'll get going right now. Yeah, uh, sure. Guys, I just I just want to thank you for coming on. I know I don't want to be that fucking that asshole who who has a podcast and asks everybody to come on all the time, but yeah. you no, know, this is like your fifth time coming on, so I do appreciate you guys stopping by. You're an asshole, Bert. No, I love you. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> what if, uh... No, I love you, Bert. Thank you for having us. What? For real. No, yeah, thank you, man. What have you guys been up to, man? I know not really much has happened, but what have you guys been doing? Uh, a lot of watching TV, you know, just trying to stay, mm -hmm. you know, busy. You know, watching TV, yeah. you know, trying to get some type of exercise in, you know, just trying to just stay productive instead of just sitting on the couch. Did you guys know I, I started the, the Peloton? Yeah, you told me. You told yep. me. You said you forgot that you had really? it. <laughs> Wait, yeah, I did. I started, you know, the Peloton is Leo, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't do much exercise, but I have one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, um, I did. I started doing that because I had to start. I don't know. I wasn't productive before. I needed to do something and get off my ass, but. The belly, the belly was yeah. coming. Dude, yeah, it's still yeah, here. Dude, you see my fucking hair? Like, I'm all, like, out Bert, of it right now. Bert, Bert, when I, you go on the dude, Peloton, I look, can I? Bert, can I go? First off, you look like freaking. I don't know. You look like Timmy Turner right now. I like the look. But anyway. You almost like. You always want to Bert, when you go on your Peloton, do you wear like some like black, like tight ass, like, like you know, like that tight uniform, like the psych, like the. The bike, spandex? Uh, those, like bike guys use? Like, do you the use spandex? Yeah. I wear yoga pants and my sports bra. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Oh, hi. Yeah. Can you send me some pics? <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, you have an OnlyFans? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, man! Tell me, thirty dollars per month? Let's go. <laughs> I'm I'm signed up. <laughs> oh, no. no, quarantine sucks, bro. You know what I've been doing all day? Yeah. Taco Bell. Uh, not exercising, and I don't know, watching movies pretty much. Dude, I fucking watch I've been watching past, like, for the past like five weeks. I've been watching NASCAR. That's how desperate it's gotten for me. Every Jeez. Sunday, I've been tuning into NASCAR. I actually watched you guys. Uh, Leo, did you see the Last Dance? The Jordan no, documentary? I, I, no, I live under a rock. I never watch anything. No, of course I did. I, I know you saw it, Chuck. Yeah, it was amazing. Amazing great, documentary. Great, great, great documentary. Amazing documentary. Yeah, I told, I I told God to get through it. It's a, I, it gets better each and every time. Like I hated, I hated that they had. Like I wish it just played it through instead of two episodes per week. Because that's what me and my brother, me and my brother were like, we want to watch. Like we want to see what's going to go on the next episode, and we were so excited. So I started it. I was like maybe six and a half, seven episodes in, and then I just. I don't know. I get into this habit whenever I start to watch it. I just I say I'll get back to it, but I never do. So I gotta like restart it all over again and, and really watch the whole thing, you know, from one You're to missing ten. Out, bro. You're missing yeah. out. Yeah, that was a really. Yeah, I heard it was. Day. I heard it was very solid and and really just so um so insightful, you know. Yeah, so insightful was well put together. Like talked about you know it talked about each like almost every player's like life story that like contributed like Scotty. Yeah. Jordan, you know, like Rodman, like they talked about like a lot, and they talked about Phil. You know, they, you know, it's it's very insightful. Yeah, and all the weed that that guy smoked. I mean, it was fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and all the I saw all the sex that Dennis Rodman did. Yeah, it was pretty crazy, bro. They they went into detail. Did you see that yeah. fucking dude? That dude who looked like motherfucking Ben Franklin, who beat Jordan at that coin toss game, and he gave him that, that shrug. Like, what the? That's fuck? A, you have you kind of have his hair a little bit. 
You got out of it. You oh, got no, out. Oh, don't say that. Okay. <laughs> it's not that bad. Oh, that my dude had, like, God. those curls, like, going up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> bro, are you, doing, are you doing bar mitzvahs now? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you really that bad? Um, how no, about Bert? that Lance Armstrong shit? You guys see that? It was good. I didn't see good. that, but I've heard good things about it. I've... I'm first off. I'm very touchy when it comes to Lance Armstrong because you know the guy cheated and whatever. But like, I do, I do eventually want to like watch it. I mean, I'm like you. Like, if it wasn't Jordan, like Michael Jordan was like to me, like, like that that dude was like, you got okay, you got to sit down and listen to Michael Jordan because mm. you know he's he's considered one of the great, like the goat of all goats. You know, like everybody when you talk about the best pro athlete, you think of Michael Jordan as the top of your list. You don't mm -hmm. think about LeBron. You don't think about freaking Babe Ruth, or you don't talk about any of those guys. You talk about Jordan. Jordan's number one in everybody's list. So, like, for me, that was exciting to watch. But, like, other than that, I mean... Yeah, I wanted I wanted to get, like, insight on Lance Armstrong, because, like, you always heard... Like, there were some things in that documentary that I didn't know before, and I wanted to get, like, his perspective... That's usually why I watch them. Like if I sometimes I watch documentaries and things I don't like understand. So then it'll give me like insight, and then I'm like, okay, I know about this player, and you know, let's talk about like what you know what his experience was, and then why he did what he did, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know how he became yeah, so, a champion. Yeah, I saw. I only saw the first part, but from what I'm hearing, people, you know, and I saw it, it seems like he's very cocky. Like, it yeah. seems like he's still a little bit arrogant and really doesn't really um, yeah. seem that apologetic about what he did. He said he doesn't and, regret it. He said he doesn't yeah, regret it. Yeah, and the thing is, like, he he kind of, like, you know, fucked with people's lives. Like, yeah. told them he would, like, ruin their lives if they, if they didn't, if they ratted on them and shit. Yeah, yeah. So, that was just... You know, I gotta see the second part of it, but it seems yeah. it seems pretty good so far. Some of the relationships he doesn't even have like relationships with his old teammates because he pushed people away. And you right. know, right. bad. No giant hide right. his light and everything. Dude. Yeah. And I remember like remember those uh Live Strong bracelets? The the, the rubber bands that yeah. were going around. They I was wearing that shit too. supporting the hell out of them. Yeah. They had the shoes too. So Oh uh, yeah. The shoes. Sorry, guys. Um, I'm uh, I'm not wearing a shirt right now. I'm very sorry to blind <laughs> the uh, the audience right now. Did so, Leo. I know. I know. I was texting you, Chuck, about about the uh, UFC 250 last night. It was um, amazing. That was fucking. I actually. That was fucking really, really. That was a really good show, dude. I tuned into that shit. I. That was really good. You know, from fucking O'Malley to Sterling to uh, Cody. Uh, Cody Garbrandt. Yeah, Nunez. Cody Garbrandt. No love. Rob, I really. Oh my gosh, dude, that was. I'm sorry, Rob. I thought I thought Felicia Spencer was gonna put up. Felicia Spencer was gonna put up more of a challenge, but she got. I thought they were gonna call the fight because I know we were talking about it going back and forth. I thought they were gonna call it. The first, she was behind the entire like she couldn't get anything on her no, like no. Nunez New, she just looked like so in control the entire game she yeah. was so she was smiling out there she looked like she knew what she was doing she didn't give yeah. a shit yeah and like I, I give I give Spencer credit but yeah she's was, tough was in, uh, she just showed how tough she was she's really tough because anybody else would have got knocked out or just yeah. like it was it was bad. Yeah, but the thing too, the the thing is like for me, I like you guys. I mean, if you guys you guys follow UFC a lot, yeah, I do. So like, I was not surprised about Nunez because you know what? Like Amanda Amanda Nunez is going to be arguably the greatest women's UFC uh, mixed martial artist, hands down. She's insane. She's dominant. She's wiped through both divisions. She's a two. Yeah. She's a two weight champion right now. Like this girl is insanely dominant she's got power like basically like no other she hits haymakers mm -hmm. you see those you see the, the the opponents that she fights they get fucked up bad yeah. like you saw you saw spencer she looked yeah. like she was a zombie like beat up bad the I'm other fights she stayed in the other, the other fights were good i mean i was not surprised about cody because you know what garbrand's a former uh bantamweight champion like yeah. he's a he's an excellent fighter. 
Um, he's proven. He's just had a lot of injuries and a lot of mis like miscues or whatever. But I mean, he's a great fighter. And uh, and what's his name? The other guy, uh, Aljamain O'Malley. Uh, well, Sugar, oh. Sugar Sugar O'Malley was climbing for a long time. I'm not surprised. Yeah, that, that was the first. He's good. He's and good. Aljamain Aljamain Stewart's another guy who's going to be a star. I mean, yeah. the bantamweight right now for UFC is starting to look mad nice because mm -hmm. you know, right now you got those three guys. You know, they're they're contending and everything, man. You yeah, know? yeah. And I just heard that. And I just heard that. Uh, that Connor heard that Connor retired. Like, That's a yeah. I wanted to ask you about that. I don't buy that for a minute. But no, I don't Leo. Like, <laughs> they're gonna they're, they're gonna negotiate soon with. I hope. I hope Conor fights Jorge Masvidal because that'll be a, a great money fight. I hope they fight uh, each other. I feel like I feel like Masvidal is gonna get a title shot now. <laughs> he deserves it. Yeah, I want I want him and Masvidal to fight because I feel like that'll be a great fight or do another DS fight. I mean, he'll probably fight. He'll probably fight Usman right now because Usman's the champ right now. So yeah. probably it'll be between Usman and Masvidal because it, originally people wanted to see him versus Kobe, Covington, but uh, I mean Kobe lost that fight against Kobe. Uh, Kobe got beat up by Usman. He's he wants to go to the WWE. I mean, yeah, because he's a character, but like whatever. Yeah. But like, he'll uh, be great. For like, I feel like I feel like the money fight. I feel like the money fight right now in the welterweight is right now is no doubt it's got to be Usman and and uh, and and Masvidal right now. Yeah. I mean, that's the money fight right now. Masvidal Usman, I love Usman. Usman is amazing. Yeah, he's an incredible fighter. And and for me, <laughs> Masvidal hasn't fought since the bad motherfucker fight. And we need we need we need Masvidal. We need some more Masvidal. And I feel like that's also a problem with like with Dana White right now because Dana has to really pay these guys now. These are these are money fights right now. Yeah, um, they were talking about Naganu versus uh, John, John Jones. I mean, that would be an insane fucking. Yeah, they're going. If you go, if you follow them on Instagram, they go. They're go, they go back. They were going back and forth at one point. Yeah. they were just making posts about each other. Like I really like. They were talking about like okay, like you're not, you don't have power or just, like they were just. They came up with witty captions and everything going back and forth. It was it was amazing. So that would be a really a, good fight. That's gonna be a nasty ass fight. That was gonna yeah. be a nasty ass fight because those two, those two are. I mean, Nagano is a. Is, if you ever think about it, I mean, UFC. Like I've always compared this for the heavyweights. UFC has not had their Mike Tyson yet. You know, like they've had their goat. Right now, it's no no question. It's John Jones for me. John Jones is the best UFC fighter that's ever yeah. he's ever fought. Yeah. But but you gotta think about it right now. Nagano is like Mike Tyson. You know, this guy has got power. He's scary. He's fast. Yeah. This is a scary dude. It's a scary, it, that's a bad motherfucker. I don't want to fight that guy. But, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see that fight. But, I mean, Dana, Dana, you know, the problem with UFC and right now is UFC's got this issue now because yeah, they're making so much fucking money right now because of this deal with, with quarantine or with corona. Like, they're really basically it right now. For sports, yeah. I know, unless you follow soccer, which I know Bert doesn't follow soccer. You guys don't follow too much soccer, but, but like, right now, UFC is, like, the main American sport right now, and it's international, too, so, like, we're getting all these fights. And it's the only, and it's the only one that's going on. I want yeah, to, and, Dana, um... and, da and Dana's making all this money. I mean, he's got to make more money if you want to get these big fights, but I feel like he's worried now because if there's no fans... It could, if there was fans, he'd make a shit ton of money. But the thing is, like, you'll have these pay-per-view buys, and it'd be insane. But I mean, the UFC is in a tough dilemma right now. Yeah, and um, I think like it's good that it's it's the only sport, but we're kind of slow. We're I think we're slowly kind of getting back into the sports world. I know the NBA is returning. Um, I think they plan on coming back to Orlando with no crowd. Um, you know, July thirty-first to to uh, early October. Yeah. You know, they plan on having like eight more regular season games and um, allowing the teams that 22 teams are coming back. I think, you know, the 16 playoff teams, eight from each conference. And then I think they're having like, uh, you know, those, uh, you know, nine and 10 seeds. Um, yeah. They're allowed to come that back like to that are like the three Pelicans, or four games. The Blazers, Pelicans, the Suns, Kings, Spurs, and I think the Wizards, not the Knicks. Um, so I think, <laughs> I think, um, I think, you know, it's an interesting format that they're doing here. Wait, wait, um, wait. The Knicks are not in it? 
<laughs> no, the Knicks are prepared. The Knicks got to prepare for the draft now. Uh, at least they can get Bradley Beal. <laughs> oh wait. So what do you guys? What do you guys think about this though? What do you think about this this whole um, format they're going with? I like it. First, first I like that the NBA is coming back in one, and then that they found like you know they found a venue that they're gonna they're gonna use, and that you know they they get a little warm up before the playoffs. You know, they get a nice yeah, little like eight thing. games. Yeah, it gives them a little you're able to keep your rhythm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, pro- yeah, so agree, they said that they're going to go through a training camp, and then they're going to do the games. So that's great. So no yeah, one's I agree, rusty. I, I agree with Chuck. I think the it's it's a great idea. Get the teams that are actually in it to get a shot, get ready to play, and, and, and basically shoot your shot, all right? If you want to make the playoffs, I mean, you could maybe it was kind of impossible, like, dur- during the uh, – before this – Virus kicked in, and now you know, teams got a shot. Basically, everybody's got a shot. I mean, you don't, these teams haven't played since what March, I want to say. So, I mean, anybody got a shot. I mean, it would have been really unfair if it was like the Warriors were allowed to play because then they'll have Steph and Clayback with Wiggins and all that. So they'll instantly be a playoff team, and they'll be like the shittiest playoff team ever played in the NBA. But like with record wise, but like. I like the idea. It's whatever, man. It's, it, it's something, you know. We're getting basketball back. That's all we care about right now. Right. right. We're getting right. something back. And I think the thing, though, is it's interesting because I was reading about it. They're saying they're going to try to end somewhere in early October. And then does that mean that the 2021 season begins in weeks that's later? What, or are they pushing that they, back? Based on I what I saw, it said that it was going to be two months after. They're gonna, have to draft, they're, they're gonna have the draft somewhere in between, and then like sometime in December, the next season is gonna start. Oh, I think I, mean, I saw that. Those four guys. Yeah, they're gonna oh, be exhausted. Okay. I already know that. Usually, they got like yeah, you have like f- like four or five months off until the next season. Yeah. So it's crazy. So they're not gonna do a summer league. I'm assuming they're not doing that. They're probably not yeah. gonna do much of a preseason. You know, it's going to be really bizarre. I it just, it's so crazy to think about. So, are they, um, so like, are they going to send? Are they going to send their uh, their new rook? Like, are the teams going to send their new rookies to the G League and then bring them up so they can? Yeah. Like, no, they're playing a new tournament called the Winter League. Winter League? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're playing Alaska. <laughs> I don't, you guys are not like, playing in Vegas. <laughs> I'm all for it, though, for real. I'm all for coming back. I just want you know, I want basketball back, whether it's you know the Knicks or not. I just want to see, you know, a, just basketball. I'm glad that sports, you know, a main a main sport is coming back. One of the four major sports is coming back, and um, you know, it's going to be an interesting playoffs back. for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of watching yeah. the throwback games. Just watching the back. That was I'm tired of like, watching these. Yeah, yeah, dude. I, it was like it was cool for a couple of weeks, and then it's like I need the real thing. I need a live event. Right. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're at a, we're at a point where it's like Chuck, let's, right. let's, let's get it going. I want, Chuck, I don't think Bert needs sports. I think Bert needs a barber. <laughs> <laughs> I need a barber too, man. I need a barber yeah, too. Like, we're, all, like a we're all in the same boat here. Yeah, I mean, I grew we're my mustache and. Yo, know, I grew my mustache. I've been growing my mustache since quarantine. You know what? Some lady came up to me and she was like, "Oh my god, you look like Super Mario." Where we go? Yeah. You guys still, you guys still think uh, there's like any favorites in the East or West, or you think it's gonna be different now? West is is the Lakers. You know, in the West, I feel like it's the Lakers. Um. Lakers, like Lakers, Clippers. I don't know if there's going to be another team out there that's going to challenge them. Maybe the Nuggets, maybe. But not those are the top the two teams not, not, that not I have Chuck. in the West. Not Chuck. You said it best. It's, the, it's Lakers and Clippers. Nobody else. Yeah. Nobody else is nah. them right now. Yeah. Right. Dude, and I love. I East, love the Clippers, man. I love Kawhi. Yeah. And then the East, I would have is the Bucks. Like, there's a lot. There's the few teams you could put. There's the Bucks, Celtics. You know the Raptors. You know they they're doing their thing, but I don't know how they're gonna last in the in the playoffs and the and the Seventy Sixers. To be honest, man, I think 
The Heat, too. Yeah. I think the Eastern Conference doesn't stand a chance once it gets to, like, the, the semifinals and then the finals. I just think... You know, the Bucks don't have that perimeter shooter as their star player. Giannis is great in the regular season. He's flashy. Whoa, he's fun. Whoa, he's dominant. Whoa, whoa, he's great. Whoa, whoa, but what he's... Whoa. I'm sorry. You kind of need that jumper, that, that three-point shot, just a little bit to whoa, thrive whoa. in the playoffs. And we they've saw that last they, season. They've actually been doing good without, they, without one. But they, they trapped him and they made him... They made him shoot in the in the postseason last year, and he, he had his ups and downs, and the Bucks went home early. And I think it comes down to shooting, passing, and three point and uh, three point shooting, passing, and defense. And I think the best option there, you're talking about the Clippers and the Lakers. Yeah. Well, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. You're saying the Bucks got no shot against the Lakers or the Clippers? Yes, I'm saying they have no shot. You're crazy, dude. It's I tough. think they have even a better shot right now. Right now, uh, it's tough. If they Giannis, were Giannis, Giannis if they is the best the player Lakers, in basketball. It'll be tough. Kawhi is, is the, the best, best player. player in basketball right now. Kawhi is yeah. the best player because he's got rings. Kawhi can't even play two weeks of basketball without complaining. Kawhi's got two championships under his belt. Giannis don't have a ring yet. That's true. Giannis is a baby. He's still figuring out. Hey, listen. He's got to get there. He's got to win first. If the Bucks play the Lakers... If the Bucks play the Lakers, as I said, it's not a it's not a good matchup. Like they played before, it was a great game, but they like matchup wise, the the Lakers are just too dominant. Like it's tough. Like especially playoff time, I think think the Bucks can beat the Lakers in seven. And seven, Dude, LeBron and AD, know, LeBron and AD, you put LeBron and AD in a pick and roll, they're just taking over the entire fourth they, quarter. Like they are. Oh my God, LeBron is a Giannis, artist. LeBron will start flopping around and losing. Nah, nah. We know how LeBron is in the playoffs. We know LeBron is not no choke artist. Oh you can't God. make it to the finals. Six you, in the finals. You can't. You can't go nine nine times. You know, straight to the yeah, finals. Look at the Eastern Conference. When he didn't even win, when he left the Eastern Conference, Toronto won. He used to sweep Toronto. <laughs> it don't matter. He is, he is, I don't. I don't think he's very successful in terms of his his postseason resume. But I yes. still give him a better shot than the Bucks. You know, I, I still think know. he has about a better. LeBron is that you know when he's in the playoffs? When he's in the playoffs, you know he's going to go to the finals. Yeah, based on his resume, he's going to go to the finals. I think he the will. Clippers will. are better he'll than the Lakers. And you, the see, Clippers, and, you see, and you see that he the only time he's been the only time the only time he's been eliminated has been in, in the finals. In the playoffs he's run through everybody. You know? Yeah, so, but, he's, he, but he's never played in the Western Conference. He's playing in that freaking grandpa division like freaking Eastern Conference. He, yeah, he had the his first you know, and game we can't, was, it was and we can't are you kidding me? Yeah, we I can't judge it now. Like last year, Detroit. right? Last year we could have saw. Last year we could have saw it, but they didn't make it. They didn't make it last year because the injuries and stuff. But they were they were the second seed before LeBron got hurt, and then you saw how they went downhill, and then they got bounced out of the. They got they, they didn't make it to the playoffs. Now they're the number one seed. I well, feel like it's gonna. Be I think different. they got a better team. I think they got a better team now than they did last year. Miles. Better. Oh yeah, yeah, most definitely, yeah, most definitely. That team is good for the, if you had a pick, though, if you had a pick, just one team to win it all. I want a, one team from each of you. I just want to know your decision. Yeah, I have the Lakers. I have the Lakers, and I have the Lakers. I have the Lakers winning it. They're taking it down. Yeah, I have the Lakers. I think I've got the Clippers doing it, just because I really, if they're healthy, they 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 got some fucking uh some dominant defense and, and really offense too. But, um, yeah. Leo, who do you think's got it? <laughs> in, the, in the NBA? Yeah, who you think, right, who's your one team? I mean, right now, I think the team to beat right now is the Clippers. I still think it's the Clippers. That's, I think the Clippers are I better agree. than the Lakers. Hands down, they got a better bench. They got better shooters. Kawhi, Kawhi in the playoffs is just as good as LeBron right now. I mean, LeBron, get it. LeBron's, LeBron's amazing. I'm not disrespecting... The king, he's an incredible player, but you know what? Queen. I mean, if Kawhi proved it in the playoffs, he's legit. He can make a run. He's got probably the best team he's ever played with right now. 
I mean, it's a dangerous team, man. But the thing is, the, the thing that's going to be the difference is the experience, is who wants it tough, who wants it more, the Lakers or the Clippers. Right, and Kawhi, we know Kawhi's proven. We know Kawhi's proven. We don't know how AD. Yeah, like P, PG, they, they said, he said to call him playoff P, and he choked. So did Anthony Davis. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, we don't know how, Exactly. They have two players that are not really, like, proven. So we got to yeah. see. Like, it's going to be interesting. It's really going to be interesting. Well, one of the things I give the Lakers, though, is they got guys who've been in the finals. You got Rondo. Yeah. You, got, right. you got Avery Bradley. You got Quinn Cook. You got all these right. great players. They have experience. Experience, experience is going to come down a lot. They, they, they're, built, they're built for the pressure. Absolutely. They're a good guys. team. But- Really quick, um, you know, we're talking about the Lakers, and you know, I just wanted to bring it up because it's crazy how it's been a little over four months now since the passing of Kobe Bryant. Um, you know, it's it's really time fucking flies, and you know, it's still you know it'll hit me from time to time where it's just like wow, he's he's not here and he's not coming back. So, you know, I just I just want to you know I, I don't know if you guys still think about that, you know, yeah, like I, I do. I, I still have Kobe. Kobe's still my. You know, he's my home screen. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, like I still think every time I look, I, like I'm always remembering him. Like I was just watching, like ESPN. I was ha- I was happy ESPN and Sports Center. Like they were showing him, like they were showing his like his first All Star game, and they were showing like you know his old games against Jordan. I think this is when they were showing his last game when Jordan was about to retire. You know that you know the All Star game before Jordan retired. Like that was an amazing game. Like they were just going back and forth. That respect was in there, and I liked how they put that in the last dance too. Like it almost got, it almost got emotional. Like seeing them, like just seeing Kobe again, and you know, see how how much love he had for the game, and how much Jordan loved him, and how much he loved competing with Jordan. Dude, it kind of yeah, felt man, like Kobe, he was the Kobe. You know, every time I see him, man. Go ahead. Sorry, Rob. No, go ahead. Uh, every time, every no, time, go ahead. I, go ahead. every time I see a Lakers jersey, man, the only number that I see right now is twenty-four or eight. Tough man, it's tough to lose an icon like him, man, because that's what he was. He's a, he was an icon, man. And especially he's doing so much. He's doing yeah, so much, man. so much good. And as much as I was a Celtic, I'm a Celtics fan. Man, I got nothing, nothing but love for Kobe. That's how yeah. it is, man. He's oh, tracking, for sure. man. dude, he he destroyed the Knicks every time he went to the Garden. He would drop 45, 50, 60 on their ass, and I just have nothing for respect. The Knicks fans, Tony, you went to the Garden and Kobe was there. Knicks fans, you would hear them cheering for this guy. You know, and that's the one guy that I really don't hate the Garden cheering for. I really didn't mind it just because of how you have to appreciate somebody who had that drive, you know, that drive in him to be great, and he was just, and even outside of, as an NBA player, man, it's, it's just, he was a father. He was a, uh, a fucking just a, a, a great human being, and it's just it's crazy, man. You think he's it's four months now. That's that's over four months that's gone by, man. So yeah, yeah I thought yeah. I'd just bring that up, man. Um, yeah, and if you guys, you know, rest, rest in peace, Kobe, man. R.I.P. Mama. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's. I think we've pretty much covered everything. Um, I I do want to uh, you know, mention. I don't know if. We might have had you on the show a couple months ago after the draft. I think we talked about the the NFL draft and you know kind of what happened and what went down with the Giants and the Cowboys. Um, but real briefly, just want to revisit that topic. I don't know if you guys want to, um, you know, who did the Giants select? I don't even fucking remember. <laughs> exactly. Our first pick. Exactly our first pick was Andrew Thomas from from Georgia. Not about lineman. Yeah. Is it Georgia okay. or Ohio? Lyman? I don't remember. I think he's from Georgia. Was he, was he a tackle? Offensive tackle. Yeah, that was our first pick. Yeah. And I feel like right. you guys didn't get Isaiah Simmons. We could have gotten Isaiah Simmons. Yes, we could have gotten Isaiah Simmons. But if he, if this, if Andrew Thomas turns out to be good for us, I'm happy. I'm I happy. Honestly, you want to know something, guys? I think the Giants did the right thing. Yeah, like I'm, no, I was like in between. I was in between about like about it. I really wanted Simmons because I we haven't had a really good linebacker in a while. Yeah, but you know what? I think Simmons is going to be a bust. You think so? Yeah, I think so. Name me one Clemson guy that's really good right now in the defensive side right now. On the defense, I, I don't know enough. Now we got to think. 
The that's only it. guy I know is Shaq Lawson. Track. That's the only guy I know. And he's in Oakland. No, you got to think about the Clemson players that's good on the defensive side. I'm trying to think. I got to think now. Uh, Dexter Lawrence, man. Yeah. Yeah. He, he did okay. We're talking yeah, about, like, uh, dominant player. Exactly. That's, that's, a, good, that's a good point. Vic Beasley? Yo, Vic Beasley? Where's that? Vic Beasley, had, Vic Beasley had that one good year. That was it. Yeah. Tell you, man, you can't you can't trust a Clemson defensive guy. It's like the same thing. Well, Alabama's got lucky. Alabama's got a bunch of good players. Alabama always has someone that's really good. They always have like players that are really good. They set them up perfectly for the NFL. Not quarterbacks, though. We'll see if two is that guy. <laughs> we'll Yo, Danny, hope, Danny Dimes is coming. I hope two is successful. <laughs> I like two. What fuck you laughing I like at? two. Yo, Bert, yo, Bert, stop making me laugh. Come on. Danny Dimes, <laughs> what? Yo, your fucking average-ass quarterback wants how many? Fucking 50 million a year? Yo, oh, he's been in the well, playoffs yeah, at least. About that. Let us talk about that. Two, he wants two, 45 two million. East titles? Well, 25 mil. Danny yeah. Dimes wants, what, five, six games? <laughs> Woo. Yeah. Wow. Your, your, boy, your boy Dak, is, uh, he's, he's treading on thin ice right now. He is, but sure. you know what? He's still pretty good. I still sign that guy. For what? Whatever he's asking, you're gonna sign him for that? No, I ain't. He ain't getting that forty million. He'll get like 30, <laughs> 34, 35 million. He's, he's yeah. Crazy. I'm just saying. How much? How much was he asking for exactly? He, he was asking for like 40. 40, he wants yeah, he, 40, 45. He wants he wants that Patrick Mahomes money, bro. Mahomes is gonna get that. Mahomes deserves that. He yeah, just he's the Super best quarterback in the league. No right. question about it. He Dak has no premise to ask for 40, 45 million. Absolutely. You're giving that to Mahomes before you give that to anybody else. Yeah, not yeah. Danny Dimes, bro. Danny Dimes, <laughs> he gets like $2. <laughs> no, five cents. That's what he is. Danny Dimes. No, 10, ten cents. Danny Dimes. <laughs> uh, he, he it. Yo, you know, it'd be pretty baller if Danny Dimes, when he gets his money, He'd be like, yo, I want my money in dimes. How about that? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> yo, that'd be pretty that'd be pretty awesome. Like I would I'd be a Danny I'd be a Daniel Jones fan if he did that. <laughs> Dan, Danny Dimes. Yo, give me my money in dimes. How about that? That'd be that'll that'll be a hassle. Just imagine yeah, counting that, up millions of dollars. That, that might convince me. That might convince terrible. me to become a Giants fan. That might. That might. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. We'll think about it. It's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting uh, NFL season because you don't know, you know, like right now the Chiefs are the the Chiefs are the top team right now to beat the Patriots. I don't even think they're gonna be that good. You think so? I think they're I, gonna be better. No, I feel like they're I gonna think be they're better. Gonna be bad. You know why? Because they, they first off they have the the situation with uh with uh what's his face with with, uh, with with Fred Clark right now they're having that situation they have to pay that guy. Mah- I mean Mahomes is going to probably want his money next season. You know so that's a, that's a distraction. They lost they lost a, lot, a bit of good defenders from the from the uh, from the uh, free agency right now. And don't forget Oakland got better. Los uh, Angeles is not that great. Denver got better. Um, their division is going to be tough. Uh, I, don't be, I don't the think they're going to beat. I don't think they're going to beat the AFC, Chiefs. Though. The, the AFC still got Baltimore. They still got. They still got Houston. Although they're yeah. not that great. Baltimore got better. Houston is going to fall off. Houston is going to be. You're going to hear that Deshaun Watson wants to. Tra- he's going to want to trade soon. Well, absolutely, and he should because that's a terrible organization. Yeah, he's going to want to trade soon, or O'Brien is going to get fired. One of those, and, and I'm telling you right now, the Super Bowl champion is going to be in the NFC this year. This NFC, so? this NFC, NFC uh, conference is going to be fucking crazy. What team? You got what Dallas, team? You got Dallas. You got San Fran. You got Tampa. I'm not putting Dallas in New there. New Orleans. New Orleans. <laughs> I'm not <putting> <laughs> Yo, stop it. Nah. We got we got C D Lamb, man. We're about to get nah. Jamal Adams. Get ready, baby. Jamal Adams no, they're gonna they're gonna get the Jets are gonna give Jamal Adams his money. That's that's no, somebody they're, they, they're they gonna trade him. Wanna... It's the Jets, dude. It's the Jets. They're fucking always gonna fuck They're gonna up. pay him. They're gonna they're, pay him. They're gonna fuck it up. I know the Jets. Come on, Bert, <laughs> you know the Jets. They always fuck everything up. <laughs> you know, remember when they thought they're gonna win a Super Bowl with Mark Sanchez? <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah, that was all because of Ra- 
Rex Ryan hyped up his to- his team too much. That was no, all Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan thought he could win a fucking Super Bowl with fucking Tim Tebow yeah. and Geno Smith. Are you kidding me? Or with Mark Sanchez? No, but Geno Smith didn't even know where he's fucking where he was half of the time. Oh <laughs> <laughs> God! Man. And yo, Mark Sanchez, yo, that guy look, literally loved DBs. He's like, here, have an interception. Here, there you go. What? So oh, what's he? So All you right. said the Cowboys. Who else did you say in the NFC? Oh, we got it's a lot of teams. You got Tampa. You got New Orleans. You got San Fran, Seattle. Um, what's his face? Dallas, Philly. Um, what you call you got in the in the North? What am I missing? Um, Minnesota's not that great. Seattle, Seattle can get to the. They can get. They can get through the playoffs. Like I feel like what they're missing is a strong. O line and they need like they need like a top like receiver. They need like two like two number one receivers, two number or one or number two receiver. That's what they. That's what they. That's what they're missing. Seattle's gonna be that team. Um. Yeah. That's exactly. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't disagree. Do you guys think the season's gonna start on time and everything, or do you think it's just gonna be somewhat unorthodox? It will be. Good question. It is. Well, uh, it will be. See, the season starts. The preseason starts uh, August. Right now, they ha- they're not doing. Right now, I just I saw in New Jersey they're starting to like allow teams to practice and do the training camps, et cetera, et cetera. So it could be, but it all depends in like other in other states. In other states, there's still like cases. There's still cases over there, and they're rising. So. It's a it's a it's a touchy or tricky situation to talk about because you don't even know. It's it's you're uncertain. You know what's gonna happen, Chuck? I feel like this is what's gonna happen. Probably here we go. Here we go. Start. Probably the season. Probably the season's gonna start. But okay, so what's probably gonna happen is apparently the NFL still taking season season uh, season tickets right now. <clears throat> so. Once these teams start opening up or whatever, so like basically, like let's say right now, we're probably going to be, we're probably going to be a toughy situation because we're like the epicenter right now, right? But like, like teams like Seattle, LA, all those like teams, they'll probably they'll probably have their fans, but they'll probably have limited amounts. Or like us, we'll probably have no fans or something like that. But I feel yeah, like the or very little. Start, it will start on time. But, I mean, the situation right now is they're probably thinking, all right, should we allow certain fans or should we have no fans? And that's, I think, what's what's backing them up a little bit towards the situation right now. Right, right. I agree. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough. It's not the uh, – yeah, we're, we're going to have to just wait and see. Um you know, I do just one last time. I do want to thank you guys for coming on the show. Uh, we're coming up on 40, 45 minutes, so we don't have too much time left. Um, if there's anything, what have you guys been doing outside of outside of just sports? Have you guys been trying to? Uh, I know Chuck, you've been locking down, man. I'm trying to get you out here, but you've been locking down I've for been, sure. The only uh, time I usually go out is if I if I get food or if I need to go to yeah. supermarket. Yeah, I've been like, I've been like uh, trying yeah. like like my. I have, like, you, I have you that's been inviting me out. I have my friend that's been inviting me out, but I'm like, you know, I don't want to, you know, no, it's, a for you, man. it's a huge risk. It's a huge risk. Because I know people that had it, you know, some of them passed, you know, like, friends that friends that I know, like, that had their family members pass because of it. So I didn't want, I didn't want to risk anything, you know, especially since it's, right it's asymptomatic and you don't even know if you're going to have it or not. You could just pass it on, especially if someone has a, a weakened immune system, so it's very, it's very tough. That's why, I like, I just been trying to bunker down and stay home. Very tricky. Yeah, very tricky. But as I said, I would, I would, you know, I'm usually, I'm usually out there almost every week if Good. I could. My family, my family's been asking about you nonstop. I'm like, fuck off. He's my <laughs> friend. They're asking me about you all the time. I'm like, I, I know, I was, he's locking I was down. What do you want to do? Mom. I was talking to him a couple weeks ago, and she was like, I hope to see you oh, soon. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know, man. I've been just, I've been on my phone too much, man. Like, I've been, it's, it's not good. It's like, I, I had too much screen time with everything that's, <laughs> you like, sometimes you'll text me and I'll get back to you like a half second later. You're probably thinking, what the fuck is he doing on his phone? <laughs> I think that I'm like, oh, he's probably thinking I'm staring at my phone. 
<laughs> Very nice. <laughs> yeah, man. No, yeah, I've just been trying to like you know catch up on catch up on like you know you know I'll be trying to watch Narcos, you know watch other watch other <laughs> documentaries and movies and stuff like that. Yeah, I've been trying to. Cause I, I had it in I had it in my list and I never watched it. So I'm like, you know what? I got time now. Let me get started on another series. Then I'm gonna just start binge watching. Good shit, Chuck. Good shit. Yeah. You know what I've been doing, guys. I'm <laughs> I'm I already know, I already have a feeling that I know. Rich. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. So basically, I've been eating like crazy. So I've gained like sixty pounds. I'm fat as fuck. What do you want me to do? Uh, <laughs> I decided to grow a mustache. Why not? Because, you know, <laughs> nobody's going to see me. That's a lie. Certain people. No, no, to be serious, though. I mean, I've only just been working. Like, the only times I really go out is, like, when I go see my cousin. She lives up in downtown Summit. Um, really just work. Like, if I go with my dad now, because, you know, sports journalism, you know, Bert is, like, it's fucking dead right now. And... Basically, just been hanging out with my friends a little bit here and there, FaceTiming people, just being like, hey, are you alive? Good. If you're not dead, then <laughs> shit, sorry. You know, whatever, you know. But, like, other than that, like, it's been fun. I mean, this quarantine hasn't been too terrible. I got a hot tub now, so, you know, I was just in it right now. Did you get sorry. that during the quarantine? Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, if I, if I had coronavirus, it's dead in the hot tub now. Because it's my hot tub was great. <laughs> the best thing we ever did, Bert, was to get that hot tub, man. I tell you, man. I gotta come by. Gotta come by. Yeah, yeah. man, you're more than welcome to. The only I time know. I eat out is like is every Saturday. That's only, like usually I eat like out once a week. I'll just get some takeout or something. But most of the time, I've yeah. been staying in the house. I've been trying to avoid hey, hey, out I, as much as possible. But if I need to get sun, I, go get the sun. You know, get some vitamin D. Yeah. Well, I definitely, uh, I definitely, I uh, miss you guys, man. It's 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 great to have you on, though, that we could talk here and do a video chat. So, you know, I know with everything going on in the world right now, I just, I just want to thank you guys for being here, and you know, vice versa, man. I appreciate you guys coming by, and uh, thank you for coming on the show. Love no you, problem. Bert. All right, guys. Bye.